I can't believe you're finally here. It's been too long. I've missed you. Will you head straight to the wedding venue or will you stop by the manor? Of course. I wouldn't miss my precious sister's wedding for the world. I'll get my clothes and drive straight to the venue. Is that all right? Am I allowed to take my car or should I show up in a horse-drawn carriage? I couldn't ask every guest to find alternatives to driving. We've made exceptions for cars and mobile phones. Didn't you read the invitation? It was all discussed there. I skimmed through it. I couldn't finish reading without risking straining my eyes. Was it necessary to write it in cursive? Well, I'm not too sure. The wedding planner said it was, so we went with it. Was it that bad? No, it only gave me a mild headache and vertigo after reading it twice. It was almost harmless during the first read-through. Give me a second. I should have the final designs of the invitations in an envelope somewhere. I'll take a look at them. Sure. Oh, God! Why did no one else mention this? We sent out over a hundred of these! I swear, it looked different as a sample. It also had much less text on it. Well, first of all, I'm worried you're surrounded by a lot more yes-men and women than you'd like to admit. And secondly, does the font really even matter at this point? The invitations have served their purpose. Didn't you say you'd already received confirmation emails? Yes, but what if they've also ignored the theme and the special requirements? They've all received their garments, but I doubt that'll be enough to clear up the confusion regarding the theme. I assure you, it's not as confusing as you make it out to be. Is that so? What is the theme then? Tell me. It's clearly a medieval fairy tale themed wedding. Putting an exclamation mark at the end of your message isn't automatically going to make your statements correct. It's still better than a question mark, isn't it? Well, I suppose. So what is it? It's Romeo and Juliet. I thought it'd be fairly obvious. Perhaps too obvious. I mean, isn't that a little too on the nose? I, for one, can imagine making my name the theme of my wedding. That's because you were named after dad's car. You'd think I'd have gotten used to it by now, but it still stings every time I'm reminded of that. Sorry, I wasn't trying to reopen old wounds. Lincoln's just as wonderful of a name as Juliet. And even if it wasn't, what's in a name? Are you brushing up on your Shakespeare quotes for the wedding? Oh, come on, give me a break. I didn't even say the whole thing this time. Now that I think about it, it's a little strange. Why'd you model your wedding after a tragedy? Isn't that asking for bad luck? When did you become so superstitious? The theme's an homage to our first meeting. Have I never told you the story? I met Christopher when we were cast as Romeo and Juliet in our high school play. Did anyone else bother auditioning for the role or was it assigned to you without contention? Very funny. At least I got to act in actual plays. I guess that's one of the perks of attending a co-ed school. Our boarding school's theater program strictly forbade putting on plays with female characters in them. If it makes you feel any better, you can always act out scenes at my wedding. Which scenes? Those that don't involve death. Out with tragedies, we're revising Romeo and Juliet as a romantic comedy. Well, it's more of a romance than a comedy. We'll change some things around and get our happily ever after at the end. It all sounds a bit chaotic, but it's your day. Do as you please. It won't be chaotic. I have everything planned out. We had a stage constructed and everything. We're going to have the costumes and the decorations, obviously, but we're also going to structure the whole wedding as a play. We'll have a prologue and an epilogue, and in between we'll have the readings and people acting out scenes. Oh, and we'll have a musical prelude. It's going to be a magical day. You've really put a lot of effort into this, haven't you? Well, yes, it's a once-in-a-lifetime occasion. Is the groom just as excited? He is. He hasn't been involved in the whole planning process. He's only seen bits and pieces of things, so I'm betting he's going to be pleasantly surprised when he sees everything come together so beautifully. I'm sure he'll love it. I'm normally not a big fan of these grand events, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm happy to hear that. I have to go now. I need my beauty sleep. I can't show up at the ceremony with dark circles under my eyes. Right, of course. Good night. 
Good night. Christopher, dear, where are you? The bride texting on her smartphone doesn't really go with the theme. Are you all right? Are you stuck in traffic? The orchestra's waiting for my cue to start. We can delay the ceremony for an hour or two, but any longer than that, and we won't be able to keep up with the schedule. I'm sorry, Juliet. I can't do this. What? I thought you liked the orchestra. I'm not talking about the orchestra. I'm talking about this wedding. I can't go through with it. I'm sorry. You must be joking. Tell me you aren't being serious. I'm already in my wedding dress. The venue, the guests, everything's ready. The only thing that's missing is the groom. You can arrive late. It's okay. We can cut out an act or two. I won't be coming. Please don't wait for me. Where are you, Christopher? That's not important. All that matters is that we're over. How can you be so cruel? We made a vow. You promised we'd be together until the end of our days. Did those words mean nothing to you? Back then, I really did feel that way. But over time, my feelings changed. You know I've been making preparations for this day for years. How could you leave right now? Is this even you who's texting me? Perhaps you've been kidnapped or perhaps somebody's threatening you. Tell me if you need help. Juliet, I need you to calm down. You're in denial. That's perfectly normal. Take a deep breath. Everything's fine. Everything's not fine. What kind of twisted individual do you have to be to do this to someone? If there were issues, why didn't you bring them up sooner? Where are you? I need to see you right now. I'm with Abigail. You're in the old servants' quarters? So you're here, at the wedding venue. Why would Abigail be in the old servants' quarters? Well, the maids and waitstaff are using the rooms as storage units. Since she's one of the maids, I just assumed she was with the rest of the staff. Wait, why are you making me justify my words as though I've insulted her? Why are you with her in the first place? Sorry, was my statement too vague? I'm with Abigail in a hotel room. We're planning on living together from now on. I left you to be by her side. You can't be serious! We've known each other since high school. Are you really expecting me to believe that a woman you met only a year ago is the reason you're leaving me? Well, yes, that's the truth. Whether you believe me or not isn't going to change anything. I still don't get why you do something like that. Why on our wedding day? Isn't the answer clear? I fell in love with her. She's so gentle, sweet, and loving, despite the world constantly trying to bring her down. The day I looked into her beautiful, sorrowful eyes, I knew I wanted to hold her in my arms and shield her from harm the rest of my life. Could you please stop gushing about her? You're the one who asked for an explanation. I tried my best to win over these feelings, but with each passing day I could tell we kept drifting further and further apart. I know my decision doesn't make a lot of sense to you, but the heart wants what it wants. Heart? Love? Do you think it's that easy to fool me? What you're doing right now isn't motivated by love. You are trying to hurt me. You deliberately chose the day that caused me the most pain. That's not true. I never meant to hurt you. I got dressed. I got into the car until the very last second. I believed I'd be marrying you. But then I was overcome with emotion and realized I just couldn't bring myself to drive toward the venue. Overcome with emotion? You're unbelievable. What am I to do now? Should I go out there, get a mic, and tell everyone the wedding's off? I can't do that. What else is there to do? Come back and tell them yourself. What? That's the least you could do for me. Come here and tell everyone we're no longer getting married because you cheated on me with one of my maids. I can't do that. I don't want to demean my one true love in front of our guests. So you'd prefer me to be the one who demeans her? She did nothing wrong. Why'd you drag her into this? Please, let's just part peacefully. 
Perhaps that would have been possible had you asked to break up before the wedding, but it's too late now. Are you ready to lose all your connections in the span of about 10 minutes? Your boss, your coworkers, your friends and family members, all of them will denounce the man who left his pregnant fiance at the altar. What are you talking about? Are you planning on lying about being pregnant just to gain their sympathy? Please don't do anything you'll regret in the future. Why'd I need to lie? I was going to tell you after the ceremony it was supposed to be my surprise wedding gift for you. How long have you known about this? I found out last week. I don't know what to say. Are you sure the baby's mine? Could you have come up with a worse response? Of course the baby's yours. If it's still here after what you've put me through today, you're welcome to take a DNA test. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ask that. I wasn't thinking straight. I just can't believe this is happening to me. To you, and only you? How do you think I feel? Today was supposed to mark the beginning of our big happy family, but you've ruined everything, all of it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Would you like me to come back? It's still not too late, right? I, I can make up an excuse and we can go on with the ceremony. Were you always this shameless? What about your one true love? Aren't you worried about her? Of course I am, but that doesn't mean I'm going to run from my responsibilities. Does she know? What? That you've been two-timing me. Was she aware of that this whole time, or did you lie to her and told her we were on a break or preparing to separate? She knew we were still together. I didn't want to lie to her. Yet you had no problem lying to me. Do you want me to keep apologizing endlessly? Let's just be adults about this and decide what we're going to do. I've already told you what I want from you. Confess your wrongdoings in front of our guests and I'll consider letting you see the child every once in a while. All right, I'll do it as long as I get to keep Abigail's identity secret. I don't want her to suffer as a result of my reckless actions. Could you do me that one favor for old time's sake? Sure. I'll let you keep in touch with our child and keep Abigail's identity hidden as long as you do everything exactly I tell you to. How long will it take you to get here? Okay, I'll do as you say. I'm about 25 minutes away. I'll come alone. Perfect. Are you still wearing the clothes we picked out? What does that have to do with anything? You said you'd do everything I told you to. I spent so much of my time and resources on this ceremony. The least you can do is play your part. I'm confused. We'll make an announcement about the breakup after the ceremony's over. It's just one performance. Do it for the sake of our child or your lover's reputation, whichever works for you. Are you sure you aren't planning on having your guards detain me as soon as I enter? In front of a hundred guests? Don't be ridiculous, I'm not that petty. All you have to do is come here and do as I say. And you promise this will be the end of it? I promise, I'll honor my word. All right, I'm ready to give up on my wealth and reputation to be with my beloved. Whatever you say. Lincoln, is everything under control out there? I think so. People are really enjoying the music, but some guests are getting impatient. Did you find out where Christopher was? He ran off with one of our maids. What? Listen, we don't have much time. I'll explain things in more detail later. Right now, I need you to get some items for me. Okay, sure. What do you need? Some theater props. Here, I've made a list. <laughs> what do you need these for? I, I don't understand. We're altering the script, but we only have about 25 minutes. We have to do it before my Romeo gets here. Are, are you sure you want to go through with this? Some of these items are a little questionable. Where does one even buy a fake pregnant belly? Lincoln, please, just trust me on this. If you can't find the fake pregnancy bump, I'll use a round pillow or two. The effect should be similar enough. All right, I'll do whatever the leading lady wants. 
You're the best brother in the whole wide world. I know, I know. Okay, you go get the items and find an additional actress. Do you reckon Emma could help us out? I'm sure she wouldn't mind. We've done crazier things. Fantastic. Now I just have to redo my hair and makeup. I look like a mess. Oh, and I need to have a chat with some of the guests. We'll have to hurry, but I'm sure we'll manage to get everything done in time. I'm already on my way. The ceremony started two hours late. The music, the costumes, the food, and the decor was all perfect. Everything was going according to the script up until the actual wedding scene. A quick costume change revealed the now pregnant Juliet ready to marry her true love as their families rejoiced. Out of the blue, a woman dressed as a maid frantically cut through the crowd and embraced Romeo, who, after sneaking a glance at Juliet, reluctantly held on to her. The music turned somber as the narrator explained that without the thrill of the forbidden romance, the couple's infatuation with one another had faded. Bored and still very much irresponsible, Romeo had sought comfort in the arms of another. The groom leaves with the maid by his side. Distressed, Juliet grabs a conveniently placed dagger and plunges it into her heart. But something's not quite right. Her brother runs onto the stage as the stupefied audience watches on and starts screaming for help, dialing 911 on his phone. Terrified, Romeo and the maid rush to her aid and then applause. Some of the guests in the audience start clapping loudly as the rest join in hesitantly. Juliet gets up, takes the hands of her brother and the maid, and bows. Thank you, thank you. They thank the audience as the curtain falls. <laughs> Perhaps I did go a bit overboard with the dramatics, but didn't he deserve it? He wanted to make a big show out of our breakup, and I gave him just that. I've always known my brother was a great actor, but I didn't expect his girlfriend to play the role of the maid so well. She had tears in her eyes and everything. As promised, I will not take visitation rights away from Christopher. As for Abigail's identity, well, after his shaky confession at the wedding, I'm sure people won't have much trouble putting two and two together if they ever decide to so much as dine together in public. I'm sure he'll manage to get back on his feet someday, but he'll definitely have to bid farewell to his career in politics. Anyway, I won't make the same mistake twice. I'll play it safe and choose a less tragic theme of my next wedding. 